with your hosts Harley and KC. Do I hear Christmas music? Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Harley, what would you like for Christmas? I'd like to sit in your lap, please. Okay. <laughs> so would I assume that the Christmas music we heard at the opening meant that this is a Christmas edition? Yes, we're going to have a holiday edition, an SE, a special edition. Can we call it episode 2.5? 2.5. I like it. Did you know I wanted to tell you something to start out with today, what? too? What? That I decided I'm bisexual. You're bisexual? Yes. I've no. determined that I am bisexual. You like women? No. If you buy me something, I'll get sexual. <laughs> what do I need to buy you? I don't know. Something sexual, I guess. I wanted to open with that because I thought we'd talk about buying something for yourself or for someone for Christmas. If there's one thing I know about men is that we never get past the age of 12 developmentally. In our heads, and I'm talking about the dickhead. <laughs> the dickhead, you're always talking about the dickhead. So for Christmas this year, we're going to talk about toys. We love our toys. Yes, we do. Whether it's a car or a shiny new dildo. We love it. <laughs> Are dildos shiny when they're new? Does that mean I've worn all my nights? Oh, Mine my aren't God. shiny. You have rubbed the shine right off of them. <laughs> so uh, do you have any thoughts about what you want for Christmas? Yes, I probably can't say them on this podcast right now, but yeah, I would like lots of things for Christmas. Oh. I would like a laptop so I could run GarageBand anywhere I want. <laughs> well, that's nice too. What I want to do is I want to go to Fort Trough or Mr. S Leather or Square Peg Toys with an unlimited budget and buy anything that I want. That sounds nice. I was looking at uh, Square Peg Toys last night, in fact, fantasizing. And some of the toys I want are in the two to $300 range. Yikes. That's an expensive... From Square Peg? Yeah. I thought all they had was things to stick in your ass. Yeah. Pretty like much, right? 269 bucks, 289 I, bucks. Wow, yeah, I've never seen one that expensive. So. That's because they're big. They must be really big. But that's just going to be a doorstopper then, no? I don't know. Maybe. maybe <laughs> okay. Maybe. What would you think I would want? What would I think you would want? A dick pump. I would like that. But if we really went to my favorite things, actually, it's kind of not like a sex toy. I think you already started to know what it is I like to buy and what I want all the time. Underwear. Yep. There you go. Bing, bing, bing. So underwear is a great Christmas gift. It is a good Christmas gift. Is that a sex toy? I think it could be if when you wear it, you get hard and you want to have sex. It depends on the underwear, right? That's true. And who you're wearing it with. Yep. So what do you think I would want? You would want a new dildo. Probably. <laughs> because am, uh, I that, am I that predictable? Well, I'm just looking over here in the corner of their room. Can I touch this? Sure. Okay, I'm touching it right now. I'm looking over here in the corner of the room, and I'm now holding in my hand a dildo. Beautiful dildo. A nice, beautiful. It's golden in color. Uh, I'm going to guess this one probably came from Square Peg Toys. Came from Square Peg Toys. It's kind of a bronze tone. It's squishy and soft but it's also firm seven inches in circumference yeah probably and nine long or longer than that let me see no it's probably nine inches long yeah. yeah it doesn't really have balls on there just kind of a little base on the base of it that's true and uh it's got a cut head and 
uh, it's got some evidence of uh, being used as a dog toy. <laughs> I, I cannot lie. My dog found my square peg dildo and went running around the house with it and left some teeth marks. Uh, please tell me it was why you had company. I would love to hear that. So please tell me it was why your mother-in-law was visiting. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I would love it. <laughs> so let's talk about dildos first. You know, of all the sex, when I think of sex toys and I think of the multitude of things available now in the gay world with all these new online websites and online stores, I think dildos are probably still the most popular. Is a butt plug a dildo or not? I don't know if it's a dildo. I think a dildo would be more like a dong or a penis. Yeah, that's how I think of it too. But I don't know. A butt plug definitely is an insertable device. Let's talk about the word a little bit, the etymology of the word dildo. How do you feel about that? Etymology, what does that mean? It means, where did it come from? You sound so smart. Ooh, I like that. So where did the word dildo come from? Well, I read and I read. I read things from Oxford Dictionary, and I've looked at a lot of information and pretty much found out we don't exactly know. There's a lot of speculation on where the word could have came from, but we don't know for sure. Uh, it could just be a bunch of nonsense put together, or uh, it could have been derived from a phrase about dildo, spelling out, referring to a man's penis. So at some point in time, the word dildo was associated with a guy's dick. I read that there is actually a town in Canada, in Newfoundland, called Dildo, and there's a nearby Dildo Island. I can't imagine being from Dildo. I feel sorry for the poor people that live in this town because yeah. they are made fun of probably I'm sure they year are. after year. Maybe they say it in a particular way that it doesn't sound the same. It's possible, I guess. I guess when it's all said and done, does it really matter where the word comes from? We know what it means. It doesn't matter where it came from. It doesn't matter what, what we call it. Dildos are fun. Yes. I have a rainbow one. Do you? Yep. It's kind of art. I've never really used it. It just sits there. I want a rainbow butt plug. A rainbow? Oh. Rainbow stripes or rainbow swirly? S probably swirly. Swirly rainbow? Yeah. I think uh, a, the company called Oxballs, I think, has that. Do they? Yes. Will you get me one for Christmas? Sure. If you're going to buy dildos for yourself or your loved ones for Christmas. There's three things to keep in mind. Yes. One. The first thing that you should think about is the size of uh, one that you're getting. Uh, if it's your first one you've ever bought, of course, don't be a size queen and go crazy. Or it'll end up you know, just being a, an art decoration on the shelf. Uh, make sure that it's one that you could handle. So you want something, you want an appropriate size. You don't want it to physically hurt you. Right. If it does hurt, what would that advice then be, do you think? If it hurts, stop. Stop. Stop yeah. immediately. Well, I've got some advice based on past experience, which is stay away from inexpensive dildos, especially ones made in China. Yep. They're made out of the wrong materials and that can be harmful. They you. use a chemical to keep the plastic soft and flexible, which is, I think, called phthalate. Yeah, I read that. I read about phthalates. And phthalate, phthalate can cause damage to your sensitive tissues. And they can. It, I, my understanding is it can cause cancer. Wow. Okay. Carcinogenic materials. Yeah. So if you get a dildo, you stick it in your butt and it burns. Take it out. And throw it away. Throw it away. Well, you could put it in a cabinet behind glass just to look at for pretty. 
That's true. If you wanted to use it for display, you could, but definitely don't use it because if it stings or burns, it's got some bad chemical in it and you don't want that in your body. I have a friend here, an artist in, in here in Denver, and he took rock and sandblasted. He sandblasted some dildos Ooh, nice. made out of stone. I would yeah. like that. Yeah, they were really, they were art. They, they were, were big. Art. They were big and they were just art. They weren't really made. Could to you use. use them? I don't think so. I think they were too big for that. That's pretty cool. I couldn't use them. Could you use them? I don't know. Oh, okay. Probably better than you could. <laughs> so when you're buying a dildo, the best choice is solid 100% silicone. They cost more, but definitely our health is worth it. There's one particular company that I'm fond of. It's called Square Peg Toys. They're on the web, and we're going to put a list of toy stores and their web addresses on our website. And our website is enormouspodcast.com. Yep. If you go there, you'll probably find information linking to some of our favorite sites, including but not limited to Fort Trough, Square Peg Toys, Mr. Hankey, Oxballs, and there is also Flesh Jack. And these are all very good toys and companies that are, I think, American. I think American companies, and I think most of them are gay-owned. So I don't know I, about Flesh I don't Jack. think Flesh Jack is, no. But the other companies you mentioned, I think, are gay-owned and American. So if you spend money on a good silicone toy, you can run them through the dishwasher, you can boil them, you can use any type of lube you want on them. They'll last you forever, and uh, they'll never leave you for somebody better. <laughs> You can always count on your dildo. That's true. You know, you can't count on a man. They might walk out on you, but yeah. a dildo is always going to be there always for Always going to be there for you. If you take care of it, it will take care of you. Did I ask you, Casey, what you wanted for Christmas? Uh, no, but I know exactly what I want for Christmas. In addition to underwear, probably, yes. which I always want for every holiday and in between the holidays, I also was thinking about getting a vacuum pump. But you're already so enormous. What would be the point of that? Well, there's always room for more. Who doesn't want a bigger dick? Yep, everybody does. We talked about that on our last episode. So have you ever pumped? Nope, I've never done it. I think you should get a pump, and I think you should practice with it, and then I think you should show me. <laughs> <laughs> show you what I've learned? Show, show and tell? Yeah, I want to see if it works, if it's, right. if it's true. If it becomes more enormous? If it becomes more enormous. Well, the toy I want is probably a little bigger and more expensive than that. There's two toys that I want. One toy that I want is one of those portable sling holders. What would that be called? Like a sling frame? Yeah, I guess a sling frame. I have one. Uh, I purchased one one year at IML and uh, from Fort Trough. Is it good? And it's good. It's sturdy. It's heavy. It's, oh. al it's almost 50 pounds. It's wow. right under 50 pounds. I think it was about 48 pounds. It came in a bag. You could take it all, all the pieces apart, put it in the bag. It could be checked with luggage, which was, I think, their point of leaving it under 50 pounds. Um, but still, I think it's a little bulky and heavy. I'm going to guess, this was a number of years ago, so I'm going to guess that the ones they make now probably are a lightweight or a more lightweight metal than what they were at that point. I think it'd be really fun to take one on a vacation to play in the hotel room. I think yeah. that'd be fun. If I got a sling stand, I think the advantage would be, I already have a sling in the basement, but you have to go down the stairs and it's in a special room and it's nice, it's fun, but I think it'd be nice to have a sling in the bedroom so you could go from the bed to the sling and the sling to the bed just... Oh, I was here. I was thinking you were going to set it up right by the front door so you could just get to it right away when the gentleman caller came over. 
And there's one other thing that I like for Christmas. What is that? I'm an expensive Christmas person. <laughs> I see. Now next, a Maserati or a Porsche? No, I want one of those fucking machines. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those, now the nice one of those, I think I saw that on the Fort Trough site as well. Right. How much do they cost? Oh, a couple hundred dollars. Oh, that's not bad. Do you think you could set one up in front of a sling? Yes. Do they have a stand that's tall enough that you could do that? I think there is framework that's already made for that. Of course, we're going to, we're adding dollars now because you're going to buy all these parts individually. So a sling stand, a fucking machine, and then a special base for the fucking machine to hold it up high. We're probably looking at what, six, seven hundred? Yeah, I would think so. I would say that's about exactly Close right. to a thousand. Yeah. Would, it, would it be worth it? Depends on how often you're going to use it, I guess. Would it be like some toys that you use a lot in the beginning and then you stop using it? Probably. I think a toy, I think any of those toys are better with somebody else. Yeah. It's always good to have a friend to play with. So if you were on a budget, what are some of the things you could buy online that would be reasonable, that, that aren't as expensive as sling stands and electric fucking machines? So if I were looking to give a gift... Like say, and we were on a budget for that, I would probably uh, think about maybe a cock ring would be nice as oh, a gift. Oh, that would be nice. There's yeah. some pretty cool cock rings. Yep, I think that's a good gift. Have you seen the cock ring that goes around your cock and then has sort of a shape, a piece of metal that goes under your balls and sort of points towards your butt? Yeah. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, one of those would be nice. I don't know if that's a, that's not chastity, is it? No. That, it doesn't lock down. No, it doesn't okay. lock down. It just has a... When you beat off or move your dick or fuck, it just kind of presses on your oh, yeah. on the taint area, okay. on the perineum area, and it just is kind of erotic. And where's the taint at? Taint the balls. It taint the balls. It taint, taint the butthole. Taint the butthole. It's, it's right in right the middle. In the middle. Yeah. That's right. How about nipple clamps? Would you like me to buy you a pair of nipple clamps for Oh, yeah, that'd Christmas? be great. I love my nipples played with. Mine are, mine are wired directly to my dick. Are they? What happens when they get touched? Oh, when my nipples get played with, my dick gets hard. How about you? Same. Yep, same thing. So nipple clamps would be sort of an add-on feature for the nipple play. Uh, that's a good one. Clamps are a little bit more torturous, maybe. Uh-huh. So then in that vein of items, I would think some things like gags, restraints, a whip would be a toy that you could buy for someone. That'd be or fun. for yourself. They do have nipple clamps, though, that are like a little suction chamber, like a cupping device. And it has a threaded thing. You put it on, and you as you turn it, it, it creates a vacuum and pulls up. That would hurt. No, I don't know. What do you think it would hurt? Think? I, I don't, don't know. know. Just a little light sucking. It'd be like someone's mouth is on there. I've seen the ones that look like the snake bite little cup, little suction cup. It's right. Like a, do they work? A snake bite kit. Yes, those work. Uh, who would have thought? Any other gifts that you can think of that would be good gifts? Fuck bench. Mm. St. Andrew's cross. I can see that all the gifts I want are expensive. <laughs> Rubber sheets. That's not really a toy, I guess. No, but play sheets would be great. Okay. What would you do with a fuck bench? Uh, I would get a couple of terracotta clay pots and put. I'd put the bench out on the back patio and do a display of flowers. <laughs> And of course, you can always give a gift of yourself for Christmas. A massage, a hot bath, candlelit evening, night of making love or having sex. I think all of those are very personal gifts too. So to bring the toy discussion to a close, there are lots of options available for everybody in all sorts of price ranges. You can get them online, avoid the embarrassment, have it delivered to your house. And voila, instant Christmas. So get under that tree, open those presents, and then use those presents, fuck first, and then have Christmas meal.
Before we close today, Harley, I'd wanted to mention something to you and talking about all these things, particularly the uh, leather and uh, those kind of items. Right. Made me think of something I wanted to sort of do like a little shout out to somebody. Sure. So I want to shout out to Blake and Lance. Uh, Blake and Lance are, are, were a couple of leather daddies in the San Francisco Bay area. I just found out recently Lance had passed away in March. They are, I'll just speak in the present tense. There, there were cool guys that I first met flagging at IML. Now, when you say flagging, you mean? I mean, spinning silk flags under black lights on a stage. Nice. Usually at some kind of a dance party. I'm a club kid. Didn't you know that? No, I didn't know that. I know I don't look like one anymore, but there was a time when I was a club kid. And so I went one year to IML. I'd been invited there to flag that's uh, in Chicago. In Chicago, yeah, for their, like an after party, after the leather competition, they do an after party. There was uh, Blake and Lance, and they were they were older guys. Are they a couple, or were they yes, a couple? Yes, they were a couple, a couple since like 1975, I believe. And there they were, and my pr- impression was 100%, they looked like they stepped right out of a Tom of Finland wow. drawing. That's how they looked, that's how their bodies looked, and that's how they dressed. And that was uh, exciting to me. And I'm assuming they were very masculine. Yeah, very. Oh, yeah, very much. Yeah, yeah, very much. Or that's my perception. You know, is is of them. I knew, I never got really time with them ever outside of club time and dance time to really learn more about them. But yeah, I was thinking about them. Found out Lance had passed, and my feeling always was I did not want to have sex with them. This is the weird part. But I just wanted to go home with them and get in the bed and lay between them. They were just so cool to me. It seemed like a, a safe, comfortable, restful place to be in between the two of them. Is that weird? I think that's an unusual sort of fantasy or thought to have, but I like it. I think that's really beautiful. So I know that I know Blake's still out there. He's still around. So if he hears this and he invites you to crawl into bed with him, would <laughs> yeah. you say yes? Yeah, sure. Can I come? All right, let's do it. Okay. Let's get a whole bed full of people. Well, that's a nice story. I appreciate you telling something like that. I want to ask you a question. Okay, ask me a question. So, Casey, what is, what's the strongest memory you have of Christmas or Christmas morning? Yeah, tell me a story. My strongest Christmas memory. It's a good one. I was probably just turning a teen, like 13 or 14. And uh, my cousin and I, who are exactly the same age, are very close. And uh, she lived somewhere else with her family. But everybody came back home to Iowa for Christmas. Nice. And Christmas was held at my grandparents' house, a big square Iowa farmhouse with, you know, big front rooms. And there was a, a tree, and it was in a big picture window that kind of faced the the property of the farm. And presents were being opened. That was back in the days when, I don't know if you did, your family did this, but that was back in the days when everybody gave everybody something. Yeah. So there was way too many presents to open and, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it took a while to do it, and, but it was festive and fun. And uh, my uncle, one of my uncles had a, one of those uh, movie cameras where he had to turn the little cranky thing while oh, he was yeah. making the movie. He had to wind it up. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, so he was, he was always doing that. And, my grandmother always had a live tree going, and and back then it was the big bulbs, the colored 
lights that were kind of large. The C7. Yeah, yeah, okay, a C7, a big bulb and, you know, burn your house down with these hot bulbs in the tree, in a real tree. But people were getting presents and getting presents. And my cousin and I were both kind of not. Oh. And it, it, I think it took us a while to sort of realize all of our other, you know, cousins and siblings and the adults were getting presents, but but we weren't getting much. And we were kind of, I think at first we were still all happy and excited like everybody else. And pretty soon I think our faces were starting to hang down a little bit. And after a time, then my grandfather said, oh, you too. I I forgot. I forgot to tell you Santa left your present outside. So if you look out the picture window, you'll see your present out there. And we were so shocked and so surprised, and we jumped up and we ran over to the side of the tree, tried to get around the tree and presents, you know, so we could look out this big picture window. And there, tied to the big uh, lamppost that was in the yard, was twin Shetland ponies. Oh, no. You got a pony for Christmas? We both got a for reals pony for Christmas. Oh, Twins, my God. nonetheless. Yep. How long did you have that pony? Oh, my God. I don't know, a few years. We had that. We had the ponies. Did you keep the ponies till they died of old age? Yes, and then buried them in the grove like you would a cat or a dog. Oh, you're kidding! Only it takes a way bigger hole. A way bigger hole. Yeah. So, what did you name your pony? Uh, Scamper. Scamper. And what was your cousin's <laughs> pony? She did a much better job. Hers was Sundance. Sundance and Scamper. <laughs> yeah. You like those S's? Uh -huh. You like the words with S's? Oh my gosh! Like I guess I do. Yep, just what I need, more S's in my life. The thing you should know about a Shetland pony is they're mean as hell. Oh my God, I couldn't tell cute, you. not cute, lovable little... Uh, no, they look cute, but I couldn't tell you how many times that Shetland pony ran me underneath the clothesline just to purposefully knock me off. <laughs> you mean you were riding the Shetland yeah. pony and it would ride oh, yeah. towards the clothesline knowing that you would get scraped off? I believe 100% it knew what it was, he knew what he was doing. I've heard the stories uh, like that, it's probably yeah. true. Yeah. So how about you? What is your favorite Christmas memory or a longstanding one? Being little kids, we were so excited for Christmas. You know, the month leading up to Christmas seemed like forever that when Christmas finally got there, we could not sleep Christmas Eve. We were so excited to see what Santa brought us. So what my dad would do, he would set up a series of strings between my bedroom and my sister's bedroom, and he would tie a string to my mother's toe. So what would happen is when we came out of our bedrooms and go running down to get to the tree, we would run into these strings and they would pull my mother's toe. Is this an enormous lie? No, it's totally true. Oh my true. gosh, okay. <laughs> my father was a bit strange, I guess. Can you imagine that? That's amazing. He had these elaborate crisscrossing back and forth, you know, around a doorknob, through a bookcase, whatever, so that they would be alerted when when we woke up, they didn't want us to go down to the tree without my dad's camera ready to take pictures. Okay. So the most exciting Christmas was when we, I came down and of course woke my mother up and pulled her toe. So we ran up to the tree and there was a Schwinn bicycle underneath wow. it for me. That was very, very exciting. Yeah, that's a cool one. I still like the concept of Santa. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I don't believe obviously that there's a little man in a red suit that lives in the North Pole. But I like the concept that you can surprise someone with a gift just because you want to give them a gift. It's very nice. The whole feeling of crema. Where did that come from, I wonder? Crema? Yeah. 
the whole attitudes and feelings that we have and the ambiance of Christmas, I wish we could get that some other times of the year. I'm sorry that that's not more of the year that we feel like. I agree. Well, we should make that. A priority to somehow do it. Well, I think this may be the end of this podcast. Not the end of this podcast. <laughs> Forever? Yeah. Our final episode. I think this may be the end of this episode, and it's been wonderful talking with you, Casey. It's been nice talking to you today. And I hope that you have a wonderful Christmas. Thanks for not making me cry today like you did last time. No, I didn't make you cry. Oh, no. I think I made myself cry. You did. It was beautiful. <laughs> and those of you who haven't heard Casey cry on... <laughs> on the podcast tune in to episode two enormous junk and uh near the end he cries uh spoiler alert casey cries yeah yeah he cries so casey does that bring us to the end of this special edition yep i think that wraps it up just like wrapping up a christmas present we're wrapping up this edition fantastic so we want to wish everybody a merry christmas and a happy new year happy kwanzaa happy hanukkah happy winter solstice Happy whatever you like to make special about this time of year. Celebrate it. Enormous! Just enormous!